Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Anna. And this is The Creator's Chaos, a podcast for creators by creators. Through engaging, thought-provoking conversations, we empower you to embrace your unique self in the social media scene. In today's episode, we're talking about the rise of AI and what it can do for your creator journey. But first, let's get into our icebreaker of the day. I am so excited about this icebreaker question because it really made me think out of the box. But if you could instantly learn any skill, what skill would it be and maybe why? For me, it has to be a language, especially because I travel so often. I will have to pick Spanish because Spanish is spoken almost everywhere you go south of the border. Very important to know Spanish as a traveler. And it's something I used to actually be able to speak pretty well as a child, but I lost it. So I would love love to be able to fluently speak Spanish again. Rachel, what skill do you want to learn? So the one aspect of the creative sphere that I am absolute trash at is drawing, painting, anything that has to do with hand-eye coordination, bringing something to life like that. I don't know how people draw anything but a stick figure. So I would love to learn really good drawing skills. And I feel like I would love to be able to bring that artistic visual art into my creative lifestyle. Today, we are going to be talking all about AI. It has taken over by storm all of social media the past couple months. And now we're really learning about what AI is and how it can be used in the creative space because the ways people are using it is really things I probably didn't even think about until someone told me. So we really want to introduce you to AI so you're able to help yourself in your creative journey with AI. Like Anna said, in the past three months, we have seen this uprise of AI in photography, in AI chats, and we are very inspired about how we can use it, especially in our creator journeys and how we can streamline our process while using AI, but still keeping our personal creative and unique voices, even though there is a robot doing a lot of the work for you. So first thing we're going to kind of kick this off with is chat GPT. Chat GPT has really changed the game in how we do a lot of writing, researching, and planning for our content. As creators, writing is a huge portion of what we do in our creative journeys. We don't talk about it enough, but writing is probably at least what I spend a quarter of my time doing. And having a new source to help me really articulate what I want to say has been really helpful, but it brings up a lot of questions. How do we keep our voices in that? So first of all, if you haven't heard of chat GPT, it is essentially a chat room that you can put in any ideas you have. For example, if you're writing a caption about the best things to do in Italy, you could ask to write a caption on the best things to do in Italy, and it will just generate this big response. From there, you can make it sound more like you by saying make this sound friendlier or more professional or longer, shorter. There are so many avenues to the ways it can improve your writing. Anna said you can put in a question and it'll kind of output the thoughts it has on that question. Or you could put in your caption that you already have written and say, I'd like this to sound more friendly. I'd like this to sound more professional. Or simply just saying, can you improve this writing or this script? It's actually been a game changer for me. And I know it'll be a game changer for a lot of creators. For example, 
ChatGBT has helped us a ton in our podcast. I had no idea how to write a podcast description. It is completely different because it's in third person, not something I'm used to doing. And it really helped me get us a description that we loved. It's kind of crazy what it can do. So we really want to hit on how you can use it in your creator journey and start saving some time because caption writing, blog post writing, pitch email writing can be very time consuming. And thus we love the way that chat GPT is saving creators time. Here's a quick list of ideas that you can use chat GPT for captions, blog posts, bios, pitch emails, applications, and real scripts. Again, that's not an exclusive list, but just some of the ways that Anne and I have explored ChatGPT for our own personal uses. The other thing you can also use it for is what's trending. You can ask questions. What have people searched this week? Or what are some topics that creators are struggling with? It's insane the knowledge that this AI has and the really informative answers you will get from it. And then the last thing is you can actually utilize it to talk algorithm strategies and have a artificial intelligence to bounce ideas off of for something like algorithm, which is artificial intelligence. Crazy. (laughs) I find this is actually a really good resource when you are feeling stuck. As a creator, we feel stuck all the time. I'm staring at a blank screen, not knowing what to write. I'm staring at my camera, but I have no idea what to create. I don't know what my caption should be today. This will help you get into a better rhythm when you're feeling stuck to get inspiration. That way you can actually post what you want to be posting instead of staring at a screen. And writing captions or writing copyright anything might not be something that you love to do. So this is a way you can help help save yourself time on this portion of creating content and spending more time on the things you actually love to do. Now, the one thing we want to be careful of is to still sound like yourself. So I don't actually recommend just putting a question, copying, pasting what it gives you and putting it up. I think that is going to start to feel a little robotic after times, but you can take what it gives you and you can modify it. You could add a word in there that you typically use, make it you with emojis. There's so many ways that you can transform what chat GPT gives you and make it still sound like you wrote it. One big tip that I've heard a lot in the AI space is to be as specific as possible when asking your question. The more specific you can get with your input, the better output you're going to get from any AI chat. One of the things we really wanted to talk about is how we, Anna and I, are personally incorporating this into our content and into our platforms. So Anna, what are the ways you're using ChatGPT these days? As mentioned, my first real dive into it was using it for our podcast launch. I used it to write our podcast description along with helping get inspiration for our Instagram bio. And we also used it for our podcast launch caption. From there, I've been starting to use it a little bit more on my personal channels, mainly to help me write captions when I'm feeling stuck. But I haven't even thought about these other ways until Rachel told me like, hey, what about a pitch email or for like an application? So this is something I really want to try because I find it so difficult to write some of these emails to make them sound not only professional, but also personable. It's like a really hard mix. And I think that this is going to help bridge that gap. 
Personally, I have used ChatGPT way more than I thought that I was going to when it first came out. I'm using it a lot to improve my writing. I will be the first to admit that my captions of 2200 characters are never enough. I would like to write 4000 characters captions, but understand that that's not always the best thing that's going to perform on Instagram or social media because people like a quick, concise caption. I can use ChatGPT to put in the caption that I have already and say, make this shorter, make this fit 2200 characters. I used this on a real script the other day and knew that what I had written was not going to match the length of my video. So I put in there, can you make this script 50 seconds? And it actually cut everything down and cut the waste out of my script so that I was really just honing in on the very important parts of what my script had to say. That sounds so helpful because my script and my reel are always completely (laughs) off. They're never one and the same. I think that if you haven't taken the dive yet, explored even what ChatGPT is, it's time to just have some fun and explore. See what it can do for you and also know that there are lots of different avenues to use these AI writing programs outside of ChatGPT. And I know from here, we're only going to see more AI start developing in all areas, not just writing. And that kind of leads to the next big topic in AI, Photoshop. When AI Photoshop came out, I was like, Anna, we need to try this AI Photoshop beta. And you're like, "Mm, I don't know about this. And we downloaded it and almost had way too much fun playing around with it, but it also brought up a lot of thoughts and feelings. And questions and kind of concerns. We're not sure how this AI Photoshop is going to change the landscape of photography. And as two people who are so passionate about photography, it's kind of scary to see where this is going to go. Absolutely. I think with AI Photoshop, we're going to see an uprise of creative avenues to enhance our photography. But the other thing we're going to have to worry about, which is something that has already been a concern and now it's just easier to do, is fake photography. And where do we draw the line? I mean, for example, we played around with changing our clothing and we were in New York City. We took out this photo. It was us at the Met Steps. So we're all sitting in front of the Metropolitan Museum and we actually changed my footwear and it literally matched the shape of my legs. It has the creases (laughs) where it was supposed to have it. I think it can be a really cool territory, but also a really dangerous territory, especially in the travel photography space. I could see people changing travel photos to make it look like a place looks a certain way. And then you show up there and it doesn't look anything like that. Because I mean, that's already happened, right? Like that's happened with normal photos. So now imagine with AI. On the flip side, there's also a lot of positive ways to use the AI, like removing people from your photos. How many times have you gone to a location and it's like, well, we will never get a good shot here because there are a thousand people. So so now you can not let that deter you and go, well, I can use Photoshop AI to remove these people from my photo. Let's still take the content, which is exciting. It's exciting that it gives you a chance to take content and still be able to edit it afterwards. Now you can't put like 10 photos in and make them all look the same. When it comes to Instagram carousels, your photos are either gonna look very different or you're gonna have to do away and only post one photo. So that is a really kind of interesting obstacle that I've noticed. 
exist. And of course, this could change because this is only in beta right now. And it's already gone through a couple of updates in beta. So I think that that is something that will hopefully be a next step for their AI Photoshop beta in Adobe. Now, a question for you, Rachel, is do you think people are going to consume content differently now that we're going to have AI photos? Yes and no. I think it will 100% depend on the consumer themselves. I think that if you are very driven to see creative photography, more curated photography, yes. I think that us creative curated photographers are going to try to implement as many artistic avenues to make our photos look as beautiful as possible. But I honestly don't think if you are someone who consumes or creates casual photography that this is going to affect you as much, but it might down the road someday. Another part with that, and you're talking about curated, beautiful photography, we have to now think differently. It's not just how you create the photo, how it's going to look in that moment, but now you kind of have to creatively think what you can add or change the photo after the fact. Going beyond what is in front of you at a moment's glance. And that's actually kind of scary for me as a creator. I don't know about you, but I get overwhelmed because the first introduction I had to AI was through TikTok. Everybody went to TikTok and was like, look at this photo. I totally changed and made better. But now I got really stressed because this person's adding rose petals, a long veil to this bride. They're putting columns in the background. And I'm like, I would never have thought of any of those ideas. So now I'm getting a little bit imposter syndrome from it. How about you, Anna? What do you think? I agree because it's a lot. I mean, I'm super excited for taking people out of my photo, right? Like you tell me that and I'm jumping up and down with joy. (laughs) However, I'm not always the best thinking about things like adding rose petals or a lake next to me. This new way of editing really makes you think outside of the box on a different level. It's going to be interesting to see what people create, how it's consumed, how people respond to it, because this is only like a few weeks old. So I am curious to see what happens over the next few months with photography. The other point we want to talk about with this AI is there are a couple of downsides to using AI in your photography that limit you because we've learned recently that number one, there's a lot of copyright issues here. So if you put a bear in your background or added a rainbow, this photo is now not yours and it is now Adobe's, which is scary a little bit because they can reproduce, they can market. they can use your photo without any payment and now it's theirs because you use Photoshop AI. Yeah, typically I'm one to skip the read form sections and all that. This one you might want to take a look at. It hopefully will change a little bit post beta, but there are some kind of ins and outs you need to be careful of. For example, if you edit a branded photo in AI, you actually can't use that as a branded photo. So when you have a brand collaboration, do not edit in Photoshop AI right now. Yes, we never want to be in the position where our photography is not our own simply because we wanted to remove a stop sign. So definitely take a look at those terms and conditions. Now, what comes next with AI? I feel like so much has happened in the past 
three months that my mind is just like, what else could happen? My big question is I'm curious what video editing is gonna change because video editing is the hardest form of editing in my opinion. (laughs) It's so hard. At this moment in time cannot change much post film. So you really have to make sure when you're filming that everything is up to snuff. But I'm curious to see if things like CapCut might have AI at some point and then our videos get changed. I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing even more AI starting to pop up everywhere, even in our everyday lifestyles. I think that this is kind of the new avenue that technology is taking. It's exciting. It's a little scary, not gonna lie. But I am really interested as well to see what's next and how we can, as creators, utilize it. Because I know that this will save a lot of time in a lot of avenues of our content journeys. As creators, it's all about being adaptable. I don't think AI is going anywhere. If I were you, I would start playing around with it because it probably is going to help you. And it's just good to have these resources and just go along with it. We see everything's changing all the time. And as creators, we really have to make sure we learn what the new technology is for our craft. So don't be afraid of AI. Truly explore with it and figure out how you can best use it for your creator journey. I honestly, I'm very excited to continue using ChatGPT to streamline my thoughts, streamline my writing, streamline my scripts. But I am still a little skeptical about the AI Photoshop because I care so much about my photography being my own. I think that's the one that's the scariest for me is to see where AI Photoshop goes. Like you said, I'm super excited about things like ChatGPT, but Photoshop, we're going to have to see where it goes. I'm nervous, but I know as a creator that this is just what comes with the territory and change is inevitable. So as long as we're staying true to ourselves while utilizing the new avenues best for us, really keeping our creative voice while helping us save time in a lot of aspects. We would love to hear your thoughts on this topic as it is ever-changing. On Spotify, you can answer a Q&A, and I am really just curious about what you think of AI and how you're going to use it as a creator. Are you scared? Are you nervous? Already using it to its full potential? I want to know. Definitely be sharing your answers and your thoughts because we're very excited to hear what our community has to say about this. So we really hope that you answer our Q&A, get involved in the conversation, and make sure you join us every Tuesday for a new episode of The Creator's Chaos. If this episode resonated with you, we invite you to leave a review, rate, follow, and share with your creative bestie. Make sure to connect with us on our platforms at The Creators Chaos and our personal accounts at Anna Page Morgan and at The underscore R Brooks. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of our community.